Welcome to the BookNet Canada podcast. I'm Ainsley Sparks, the Marketing Associate at BookNet Canada, and this month we're talking with Ashley Gardner, Head of Partnerships at Wattpad Studios. Ashley will be a speaker on March 24th at Tech Forum in Toronto. Her talk is called Mining for Gold, How Wattpad Uses Data and Discovery to Spot the Next Bestseller. We wanted to talk to her in this month's podcast about the evolution of Wattpad as a company, their models for monetizing content, and some of the things Wattpad has learned from their largest audience, the under 30 set. Ashley also talked to us a little bit about Wattpad's newest app, Tap, and its freemium Candy Crush-like model. Hi Ashley, thanks for joining us today to talk about what Wattpad's been up to recently and what you've been learning from it. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, First, can you tell us a little bit about Wattpad and your role in the company? Sure. So um, my role at Wattpad right now is uh, head of partnerships for Wattpad Studios. And primarily what that means is looking at a lot of the stories on Wattpad that are attracting huge audiences and that have a huge amount of potential. We're regularly looking at at data and what's making stories over index and things that are unique about their following or their fans' behavior on them and looking for those stories that have great potential to become amazing books or film or TV or even be adapted for video games or VR in, in other areas of the world. Um, we're always, you know, looking not only for that great story, but things that already have an audience that's going to be excited to go out and buy that book or tune in on day one to help publishers and producers kind of de-risk the projects that they that they purchase, to know that there's already an invested fan base that's going to be excited about this. Since I've joined Wattpad, I think I've been at Wattpad almost four years now. Both my role and the company have changed a lot since I started and kind of in in what we've learned and how we go about monetizing Uh, and also the size of the company. I think just to talk a little bit about Wattpad, both in what we are and by the numbers, uh, Wattpad, it's more than than just a a reading and writing app. That's definitely where we started, but it's really developed into a full entertainment company using our understanding of community and insight to to help produce new projects and uh, some of those uh, books, TV shows and movies that I talked about before. And that sounds like a large part of what one of your talks at Tech Forum is going to be about data leading to figuring out which books are going to be bestsellers, which books are going to be the right fit for partnerships and other developments. Exactly. I think the goal of the talk at Tech Forum, which I'm really excited about, is sharing what we've learned about our data and you know the different stats that we've started to look at and how those are different from some of those public stats as well as you know some of the questions that editors should be knowing. I think you know every part of this industry has had to become so much more data driven and you know literate in in the language of data and the questions to be asking around it. And uh, while I know there are so many editors that um, are are aware of that and asking those questions, you know we want to share some of the things that we hope that publishers know in in working with us and acquiring stories not only from Wattpad but from other places where there are digital influencers. So moving on to monetizing content, which you mentioned a little bit. Do you see an interest from your readers to pay for subscription-based services? Do you think this is maybe a model of the future, away from ad-based towards subscription, kind of like Medium is experimenting with right now? Yeah, well, you know, on Wattpad, we don't just have one revenue stream, which, you know, is really great for giving us the space to explore new revenue streams and new monetization opportunities because we do have pretty steady, you know, income coming in in other categories. We do have, you know, advertising on the site as far as, you know, basic 
display ads, which is something that exists in most places on the internet. Uh, we also do branded content, you know, to touch on what you mentioned about Medium and the different ways that we see both the, the demand coming in from the advertising world and also from, you know, the possibilities of our user base is in branded stories, we are looking to work with our writers to create a story that fits a brand's message. I think my favorite campaigns within that world is one that we did very recently for H&M, where they approached us and they wanted to have some of our writers that had huge followings in different genres that they'd identified that were had overlap in their own target markets to write a story, um, a new chapter that featured some of their popular characters, where the characters were wearing H&M clothes. Um, H&M has a wide variety of styles and fashions. They provided the catalogs to our users. Uh, every chapter ended with a bit of a mood board that showed you those items of clothes that were described in the chapter, along with the ability for people to purchase those items themselves. And it was a really big success for all of us. I think, you know, the brand really loved to see that type of engagement. I think the writers really liked it because they were given, you know, full creative control to write what they wanted to as long as they were incorporating in these items. And the readers loved it because they were getting more of what they loved already. They were already following these stories. They loved these characters for the writer to be encouraged to come back and give them more was something that really excited them too. And you, know, you did mention Medium, I think, to address where we're really playing in a different space. I know there's been a lot of concern about branded content when it comes to news and journalism, the interference with that. I think that, you know, where it's very different for entertainment is that, you know, it's fictionalized. I think that that makes it uh, a lot more interesting and a lot more accessible for a lot of our readers. I think why it's also been such a great avenue of revenue for us is that it's not taxing our readers or our users. Our users are doing the behavior that they already do. They love to read stories. And they're spending over 30 minutes a day reading stories on Wattpad. So for our advertisers to be able to benefit from the, that attention and those eyeballs, it's a really great fit all around. And for our writers, there are huge benefits to working to brands uh, financially. I think that you know, brands have a lot more money than publishers. And for a short story of five words, some of these authors participating are making more money than they would on an advance on a book. So what do you think Wattpad can teach traditional publishers about new ways to monetize content? Yeah, you know, I think I'd love to see publishers engage in the branded content space on Wattpad. I think that, you know, they have amazing, huge pools of writers and they own a lot of IPs that I think those types of partnerships with brands to, you know, bring content to an audience to, to read, I think that's a win all around and a great way to create new monetization streams for, for existing content. One of the other things that, you know, I, I didn't mention is also in the advertising world, something that we've introduced in Wattpad this year called Wattpad Futures. So for a lot of our top writers, we've introduced a program where we show video ads in between every few chapters on their stories. It's a short video ad similar to what you see in other places on the internet, you know, some of the pre-roll or entering certain news sites or short uh, advertising videos you see before certain YouTube clips. The reason that we chose video is that, uh, you know, ad format between chapters is that it's the most beneficial to our content providers because video ads, CPMs are some of the highest in the business right now. So these ads are shown in between every few chapters for our writers. The writers share significantly in that revenue and, you know, are able to make a lot of money through that attention and through that readership on their stories. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for publishers to post backlists that might not be performing as well on sales compared to, you know, the new titles that are, are pushed and promoted every week. But these stories could find a new audience on Wattpad 
and you know, without those readers having to risk purchasing a title that they've never heard of, they'll they'll find it and discover it and, and read it naturally, and publishers will get incremental revenue on that new audience and that new attention. Do you find publishers are doing that? We're definitely seeing publishers experiment with posting stories on Wattpad. To date, we don't have any publishers participating in Wattpad Futures, but it's also a new program that's still in beta. Uh, right now, we're still doing it with a closed group, but we are absolutely you know, exploring how did we scale this and open this up to more. So it's something we absolutely want to explore in the next year. Uh, we do have lots of publishers posting content on Wattpad to drive sales and to create awareness. I think especially when you're looking at a lot of YA stories, stories that came out that are even three, four years old, the teenagers that are, are today maybe have never heard them. Um, we've seen a lot of publishers post the first in a series as a way to engage a new audience. Um, Scott Westerfeld of The Uglies posted the first story of that series to give the series a new life with a new group of teenagers. And it was very successful with him interacting with his fans. Another one that was a favorite, uh, when I was a teenager, Christopher Pike, I loved his books. He posted his stories on Wattpad as well with the re-release of the series to get new fans excited about it. And it was really successful in both cases. 13 to 30 is your largest audience, correct? Yeah, our audience is primarily millennial. It's about 45% 13 to 18. We're very popular with teenagers. And then uh, the other 45% is 18 to 30, which is also one of our fastest growing areas right now. So what are some of the most surprising things you've learned from that young audience? I think some of the things I find so interesting is the fan fiction element, the fact that we're able to monitor what people are tagging their stories as and what celebrities they're writing about. And it's definitely something that I feel keeps me young as I see these reports of people, you know, week after week and month after month. Um, it's also something that I think is of great interest to the entertainment industry and the publishing industry to see who are those emerging figures that young are really interested in today and interested in so much to the extent that they're spending hours a week writing stories about them or reading stories about them, for example. I think that's, you know, a huge knowledge of which uh, influencers and celebrities publishers should be approaching for book opportunities. You know, there's been tons of YouTuber books in the past year and that have done very well. And YouTuber fan fiction is very popular on Wattpad. You know, we definitely see those early leading indicators of who we think the next uh, digital influencers will be based on what people are writing about. Um, and I also find the speed at which people react to things happening in the world to be something that's so interesting on Wattpad when you see the genres that people choose to write about or you know, new trends emerging or fiction about you know, memes and seeing some of that you know, catch on so quickly. That's something that I don't even think could happen in the traditional publishing industry with the speed that these things become huge and then fizzle out. Like for example, um, Alex from Target, you remember that meme, but there was thousands of fan fiction about him within a day uh, and it kind of, you know, slowed down and fizzled out within a few months. Um, so I think seeing that creativity and those trends around, uh, around different memes and different internet phenomena, I think is really interesting. We're always learning more about what our readers want in that way. But also I think, you know, most importantly, one of the things that we're learning so much about from our user base, especially our young user base, is how they're choosing to interact online, like how they want to share content, what they want to do. I think when we look at Wattpad on other social networks, it helps us come up with new ideas for the product when we see how they're using it. Uh, when we looked at Instagram and we looked at what users were tagging as Wattpad, it was frequently just screenshots of their phone with lines that they'd highlighted, which led to us you know, finding ways to make that more artistic and easy through quote sharing to put it over like a nice image. I think that we're learning about Wattpad ourselves from how our users are using it. 
So what do you find is the difference between Wattpad readers and Wattpad writers? In a lot of ways, there is no difference. I think when we look at a lot of our top writers on Wattpad, they didn't join Wattpad to become writers. They joined Wattpad to read, and the more stories they read and saw posted and interacted with, the more confident they felt in starting to put their own stories out. I think that, you know, those of us that work in the publishing industry, I think it's easy to forget that, you know, most people don't see stories before they're finished. Most people read a finished book that's been edited and worked on by multiple people. And that's also by someone, you know, right at the, the top of their game that's made it through so many hurdles to get there. But most people don't see those first drafts. Most people don't see the first story that the finally published author ever wrote and see that path to how to get better and how to improve your writing. And I think the more that readers on Wattpad are seeing works at different levels of completion and different levels of skill, especially young users that are growing up seeing that, it makes it a lot more accessible and it feels like something you know less magical of this author, this person doing this skill that feels so far away. And it feels more like something that you could do or that your friends could do. And it feels like something a lot more accessible when you see the positive reactions to people that are sharing something that they wrote for the first time. And I think that's definitely the behavior that we see on Wattpad. The longer someone's on the site, the more likely they are to write something themselves, whether it's a story or a hundred thousand, you know, word work of fiction. Um, and that's, that's, I think, one of the biggest differentiators of Wattpad is that people on the site are writing for a variety of reasons. There's a, a huge variation of their, their experience and their, at their own skill. And so you've just launched uh, TAP by Wattpad. Can you tell us a little bit about that new product? Of course. Uh, so, you know, speaking of what we learned from our users, especially the young ones, uh, one of the things that we were seeing on Wattpad happening for a while was we were seeing a lot of these stories that uh, were rising to the top of our fan fiction list and other lists being chat stories. We were seeing people, you know, write entire stories on Wattpad that were just uh, text messages back and forth that they were indicating or, or writing and describing. Uh, there's a very popular one about text with Justin Bieber. And, you know, we're, we're always looking to find ways to give our readers something new and give them something that they want. And that led to the launch of Wattpad Tap, which is uh, chat stories. Basically, it looks just like your, your text message screen on your phone. Every time you tap the bottom, you see another new line of text. And there's something very, you know, voyeuristic of watching these conversations. One of my favorite ones on site right now is a fan fiction called uh, Drunk and Hangry with Chrissy Teigen. And <laughs> it's, it's a very entertaining read. And there's also some really scary ones. Our most popular story so far since we've launched TAP is a horror story called Hide, which is about a creepy little girl, which is also very good. I started reading that one on the site. And uh, there's something just so fun about tapping, too, to get the next segment. I completely agree. And that also leads into, you know, a new way that we're helping writers monetize. Um, on tap, it's our first subscription model site. So, you know, it's very much uh, the Candy Crush model where people can keep tapping and, and, you know, see the rest of the story. But once they run out of their allotted taps uh, for, for that set period of time, they have to wait half an hour before they regenerate and then they can continue going through the story. If they don't want to wait, they can purchase one of our subscription plans. And those plans are either, you know, for a week, for a month, or for a full year. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, we're really excited about it. I think, you know, we're always experimenting and looking for new ways 
for our writers to make money, but also, you know, we want to make sure that it's a good experience for all of our readers as well. And the feedback has been amazing so far. You know, we're thrilled with the reviews in the App Store and uh, the comments that we've had. And we're really looking forward to seeing that community grow as well. Well, thank you for joining us today. It's been really great chatting. And uh, I'm looking forward to your tech forum presentation about using data to identify bestsellers. Yes, I'm looking forward to it as well. I will see you at Tech Forum. Thanks to Ashley for joining me on this month's podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about how Wattpad uses data to spot the next bestseller, join us March 24th in Toronto for Tech Forum. Visit techforum.booknetcanada.ca for more details. We gratefully acknowledge the financial support of the Government of Canada through the Canada Book Fund for this project. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Thank you.